Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Joe with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 493 for Comics Originally releasing January the 30th, 2019. A fifth week, five weeks into this first uh, month of 2019. But before Drew and I get into your uh, what's coming out in your local comic book shops and the FOC, before we do any of that, Drew, we've got all kinds of fun stuff happening in the world of comics. Yeah, yeah, and and we've got to say right off the bat that Comics for Fun and Profit has the best listeners uh, in the world. Because, oh, yeah. Because, you know, we have, you know, Eric's always awesome, taking care of us from Cowabunga. We've got Jason in Hawaii. We've got great people giving us feedback and awesome questions all the time. And and today we had uh, Tim Pinart and his brother Everett who, um, if you'll recall, wanted to donate something for our last contest. Um, missed, missed. We we didn't. We just didn't cross paths in time, but he still wanted to to give it to us. So, um, yeah, Tim had his his poor brother on his day off. Um, made him come and, and meet me and um, and give me that free comic for our next contest. So so thank you, Tim, and thank you, Everett, for for hooking us up. Um, uh, on that and it'll make somebody very happy when they win because it's a it's a really cool comic so uh, it's a nice cg seed comic so that'll be fun for our next contest uh that is tbd um so oh yeah so thank you guys we appreciate that and uh speaking of jason uh he was um ribbing us because <laughs> we uh were talking about dc sh- needs a shake-up they need to change some things and we were speculating on uh, who who, the, who needs to go, and and he said the power of the C four FAP. There is a DC corporate shakeup today, and he sent us a list of some of the things that happened at DC. Uh, they laid off seven employees, including two senior vice presidents, and of another vice president as well as four other people. So very sad to see seven people laid off um they are nobody's in editorial though uh so the people that are actually running the books uh they're they're held harmless until um summer at the earliest if they ever make any editorial changes it wouldn't be until summer um they have done some reorganization to where they've um combined a couple of their operational units under one vice president um to run um i don't really understand like it's like public publishing strategy and support services or something like that i don't really get it uh how how their corporate structure works but um uh, we from the looks of the press release it looks like it was um sales aren't what they need to be uh we need to cut so the easiest way for um, Weasley bean counters to make a budget work is to just cut salary, cut people. So um, that's what they did. They they cut seven people, and um, I, we'll see if now that they have less people in a what seems to me to be a streamlined operation already with only two hundred and forty people total. Well, two thirty three now. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, putting out nearly a hundred books a month and managing all the digital online uh, other ancillary toys things like that seems like it's a pretty lean ship already to me yeah. but um uh, you know I, I guess they're gonna do what they're gonna do uh we'll see if this makes any difference at all i would say no makes the shareholders happy maybe that there was some cost cutting that happened but uh not a real visionary move doesn't look like to me. Yeah, and listener uh, Ryan shot me a, a message as soon as that all that scuttlebutt was happening that I tossed back to you and Eric just when uh, we were trying to figure out what was going on when there was rumors of a mix and shake up there and we were just wondering how deep it was going to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, it, we, we thought it was coming. We thought it would be the, the big kahunas at the top. No, they're fine. Uh, we thought it might be editorial, so that the books would get better. No, that's going to be left alone. It's you know marketing guys. You know those, those, who needs them? Yeah, 
dime a dozen marketing guys. So um, <laughs> it's too bad. Um, Tyler Lewis writes and says, Hey, Kyle and Drew, love the podcast. Always look forward to listening to you guys every week. Drew, I can't believe they are canceling Scooby Apocalypse. Oh. <laughs> After listening to you <laughs> rant and rave about it, I don't know if I ranted and raved, but... There's been several raves. <laughs> not a lot of rants. <laughs> For so long, I decided to check it out. Around the time that Fred died, spoiler, and I love it. Uh, but I but I hear from Bleeding Cool they are putting pulling all Hanna-Barbera properties from D.C., which is disappointing. Um, just had to let Drew know he wasn't the only one reading it. Keep up the good work. That <laughs> <laughs> is, it is sad. Uh, uh, heck, man, by the time it's done, it's probably going to have around 40 issues. That's pretty good. And it seems to have come a long way from the very, very uh, douchey cover of issue number one. <laughs> yeah. Kind of the yeah. way I judged it there. On the uh, elevator pitch of Scooby-Doo meets Walking Dead, yeah. you know, I... That's got legs, I guess. So that's yeah. pretty cool. It was a little uh, too hipster from the beginning, but it seems, yeah. it seems like it it moved from that to something with a little more substance. That's true. Before we saw that first issue, and we just saw, um, yeah, hipster, hipster, shaggy, and it was not well received. Yeah, that's true. Um, Mike Meyer says, "Thank you, Comic for Fun and Profit, for providing hours worth of entertainment for free. You make my morning walks pleasurable." And thanks for your optimism, because everybody can be negative, and I don't need that. There you go. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, Ryan Lowry has two random thoughts. Gents, first thing, first things first. As always, love the podcast. One of the best parts of my podcast rotation. Keep up the good work. Secondly, excuse the length of this message. I have two random comments, questions for your consideration. Number one, often I hear podcasters and reviewers refer to comic books using television and movie terms. For instance, issue versus episode, <laughs> Kyle, yep. or, or, or panel versus scene, etc. Generally, they will correct themselves and use the more traditional comic book terms, issue, panel, etc. Do you think it would actually be a good idea to start using the more familiar television movie terms? When describing comic books, this would theoretically bring the language to a more contemporary and maybe younger audience. So in episode 14 of Thor, there were several scenes with Loki, etc. You get the idea. Most of it. Um, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I do think, I think a lot of people do the issue versus episode thing. It's not just Kyle. It's not just me. Um, I hear lots of podcasters that talk about comics making that mistake i've not heard the panel versus scene very often yeah but but i do hear tons of uh film school kids you know that when they just they describe comics using screenwriting vernacular and movie terms they use things like cold open and set pieces and they say things like that that's that's ripped from that's hollywood jargon yeah. So you hear that constantly, and that can get tiresome. Um, we always talk about the the writing trope of beginning in the future and, and then jumping back. We yeah we use that as an old as it, an old television writing trope when we talk of comics doing that. It's, it's called what in media res? Is that what it's called? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So and we're guilty of that too. Um, I think I've I've actually seen some podcasters who just lean into it and. They actually they actually say in this issue, and when they're talking about their episode, and and vice versa. So I I think that's okay. They're pretty interchangeable, and and people have fun with it. I don't think it would make a difference, um, you know, as far as uh, getting a, a younger audience, in my opinion. Kyle, yeah, yeah I, I find myself a, a lot with Walking Dead misusing the issue and uh, episode a lot yeah i try to when i can air on the side of issue just because i like that i've on many times called a uh, television series on its you know season five issues three i mean episode three <laughs> yeah so, exactly and it's kind of it and where when you when you have a media property that is both that uh, has both episodes and issues that's on you yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's on walk that's walking dead's fault <laughs> Uh, his second point uh, has some subset points inside of him. Uh, you both recently discussed the challenge of keeping your personal comic collections organized. I have two tips. 
I use the League of Comic Geeks, leagueofcomicgeeks.com website, to catalog and track all of my books. It is super easy to use. In addition, I label all of my short boxes, A1, B1, C1, etc., and add that location to my notes for each book. That way, I always know exactly where to find any particular book. For instance, Crowded Number 1 is in B1. Just food for thought. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, I'll have to check that out. If uh, that has compatibility with a scanner tool like some of the um, database software does, that's a good idea, if it, especially if it's free. I like that because um, you know what I'm what I'm doing ain't working, and I'm, I don't <laughs> I don't like sorting through stuff and merging and uh, it's a hassle I don't have time for. So merging is the big thing that that was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. I was obnoxiously organized. You were through you the were. first fifteen hundred books of my collection, meticulous, when it all fit on a perfect shelf. Yep. Then once I got to a third Walking Dead box and a second Saga box and a fourth mm-hmm. Walking Dead box, mm-hmm. and then my Batman went to multiple series and pushed through. Um, the merging of one yeah. box to another and therefore additional labeling yes. and then having a box that would subsequently only have a few things in it was near empty um, and then putting backloaded things into that box that then mixed the two, which threw off everything, caused me to, to cry, run into a corner, and I've yet to come out. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's, it's funny because you, you, to have when you have a small collection – it can be focused and curated well and nicely. Everything's fine. But once you get into the thousands and thousands of comics, it, it becomes a, a job yeah. to maintain. And it's not as much fun um, unless you have staff. Yeah, because you... I, I have two to 3,000 books logged in my comic book realm. Yeah, you do a good job of that. But I'm a year behind. <laughs> now you're a year behind, yeah. <laughs> So you were doing well. So I was doing great. But you do have a, a passel of children who are getting to the age that they know their ABCs. Their nimble fingers are not as gentle as I'd like and until <laughs> that point happens. Uh, uh, maybe that could be... You might have a little workforce there. You yes. might be able to do some, uh, some uh, bribery. Yes, child labor laws don't work within the family structure, correct? I think you're golden. Hey. You might you might have your solution right in front of you. <laughs> I'm going to check out that uh, what is it? Uh, League of Comic Geeks, leagueofcomicgeeks.com website, and um, and see how easy it is is to use. Um, if I can scan the stuff in, great. If I have to type it in, I'm not using it. So <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, ch- I'll check that. I'll check that out. That sounds like a cool cool opportunity um, to get me organized. Uh, just Joe says, listening to you and Kyle this morning, like every Monday, and heard the talk on rags and how that creator hates speculators. To quote the show, hate is a strong word. <laughs> but I can't blame the guy if he doesn't care for it. He has a book he wants to put out, but they get put out and flipped so high, some people can't even read it. I got lucky with mine. I saw it on previews, and I got it before it was hot. But getting number getting this number two was, was was hard. But I also got three. So to wrap this up, I can't blame the man if he doesn't like it. But you can't hate the player, hate the game. There you go. There you go. I like that. I mean, if you don't like that kind of thing, have the confidence in your own book to buy an extra thousand and sell them direct, which he didn't do. Yeah, exactly. Um, Michael Lamb says, "I agree with Kyle. I am going to p- trim my pool list." And actually get up to date with ongoing series. I am yeah. four to five issues behind on a lot of my stuff. Yeah. Uh, and also, he says, Chief Chief's Kingdom feels the sting of being <laughs> one step away from the Super Bowl. Oh, Will stu- Brady ever retire? Stupid illegal formation call. Roughing uh, the Brady call. Yeah. His, you know, Vaughn Miller's little pinky finger was across the line and they overturned an interception that's how it works man you should be a Steelers fan and you have to go through this thing half a dozen times now where the where the Patriots have snuffed out our postseason dreams yeah yeah even if Jesse James broke the plane and clearly a touchdown clearly a touchdown and it's it's now officially a touchdown this year doesn't do me any good no good 
And now we have disgruntled players everywhere. I don't want to talk about. I'll this never is, get those sleepless nights back. This is not football for com- for fun and profit. This is comic for fun and profit. But um, we feel your pain, Mister Lamb, and uh, good luck to your Chiefs next year. I uh, just want you to know we were both rooting for your team very hard, and they just came up just a little short. Yeah. As happens when those cheaters. <laughs> we have fans in Boston. <laughs> we have no. We probably have no Patriot fans listening. Um, Carl asks, uh, with the uncanny X Men now back in full swing, X Men comic back in full swing. Are there any other classic series that should return from Marvel or DC? Oh, hmm. Well, Sergeant Rock, of course. Oh, um, there you go. Uh, that's been gone a long time. I consider Sergeant Rock a classic series. I read it when I was a kid uh, for a long time, and that's one I'd love to see come back. Uh, anything else? That's Oh, you know what else would be good? Um, hope I'm not taking yours, Kyle. Um, <clears throat> Marvel Team-Up. Oh, there you go. With Spider-Man and somebody. That was a really fun series that ran forever, and I loved that series. And I have a heck of a run of it. Not a complete run, but I've got a really nice, healthy run of that. Um, I'd love to see that come back. Hey, um, I wonder if Power Pack could work anymore. Yeah? No, they did that one shot. Did you read yeah. that one shot? I, get, I picked up the one shot. And, and of course, some of those characters uh, <laughs> carried over into Runaways and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, Power Pack could come back. I'd, I wouldn't read it. But heck, I read Young Justice, so maybe I would. You never know. <laughs> You got your West Coast Avengers back, so that's all you Yeah, I already got West Coast Avengers back. Um, hey, uh, gonna... is, it, is it time for Moon Knight to come back? No, no. No, okay. He, he could take a break. It's okay. <laughs> I, I feel I just feel good that they've, they continue to trot him out and try over and over again. So that's a good one. Um, but, uh, but, but everything it, seems to be back, like Turok's back and, like you said, Uncanny, and I'm trying on, to think of On the DC things. side, uh, well, I said Sergeant Rock, that's DC. Um, yeah. But, what about Blue Devil? Huh? Okay. I I really enjoyed Blue Devil as a kid. Um, I wonder if anybody else likes Blue Devil in the world. Um, but I did. And it came back a little bit in the New 52. And they had like this uh, Spotlight series, DC Spotlight or something, um, that had a couple of stories in it. And I think Blue Devil was always one of them. Um, so that's a possibility. Maybe they could come back. So yeah, I'm there's. Blanket, I'm blanking on any Marvel. Yeah, Marvel seems to have most of the things back that I'm getting back. Yeah, yeah. I bet you Marvel. Two, I bet you Marvel two and one um, comes back this this year sometime. Yeah. Um, maybe Web of Spider Man since they've done all the other Spider Man. <laughs> bring uh, twenty ninety nine back. Bring twenty ninety nine. Yeah, heck yeah. Bring them all back. I mean, <laughs> that's what comics is great at is uh, recycling old stuff over and over again. Um, to hit your nostalgia buttons and open up your wallet. So yeah. if there's anything back that was classic and made any money ever, they will redo it. So, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, that's a good question. I like that. Uh, ben says, I get really excited when my letter gets printed in an issue of a comic I'm reading. Do you guys ever write letters or emails uh, to comics or ever get any printed? Well, uh, I... Uh, was really super excited when my letter got printed in Postal number seven a long time ago. That was probably what three years ago, something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and bought multiple copies of it. So I get it, Ben. I'm I nerd out a little bit as well, um, and I also get excited when podcasts that I listen to uh, read my questions. So that I'm like, ah, oh, cool. They they cared enough to listen to my question and read it on the air. So that's kind of why we do feedback is because I enjoy people that take the time to respond. So that's why we respond to you guys. So that's kind of the same thing. Kyle, you're well, not much definitely. of a letter writer, are you? No, no, not at all. You just tweet. But yeah, yeah but I wonder if I were, if, if they were to mention my name, I, I'm sure I would be excited about that. Yeah, I think it's, uh, if you're asking for permission, it's perfectly fine to get excited when your letter gets printed and to... I even letters. get excited, like, Wolf. I, I saw Wolf Warner's name in the back of a book. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yes, that's true. We get excited for you guys when you get in there, too. That's true. So, yeah, that's that's very cool. Um, keep writing. Uh, we got the news just a little while ago that uh, Reborn 
has been optioned by Netflix for, I don't know if it's a series. I think it's a series. Yeah, it's a Netflix series. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the Mark Millar and uh, Capullo, Greg Capullo, six-issue series from Image a while ago. Was that right? Yeah, it sounds right. And Which we loved it when it came out. Um, and then I don't remember if it ended well or not. I think it was. I think it stuck the landing. I think it did too. Uh, I'm trying. I'm. It's not. I, it was the old lady who was went back. I was like in heaven, and then she was young again, right? Bonnie Black, who dies in a Manhattan hospital, only to find herself reborn in the prime of life in the afterlife world of Adisteria. Man, you did great with that. You just pulled that right from your brain. Nope. Reading the press release. <laughs> Fantastic. So yeah, we. We liked it. Uh, I we think went we, heavy. We were heavy. And we, we made it a pick of the week back then. And um, I know I have some stuffed in one of my little... I wish it was in B1. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't have those labels like it. So I don't know where it is. Uh, but it's in here somewhere. So I got to define mine and see how many I have. If I have the full run. How many multiple copies of cover A's and B's and C's I have. Because they did multiple covers, too. Yeah, so. they did. I, and uh, I went for a few multiple covers. So, yeah. Um, I, and it's it's a cool team. It's uh, They said it's the Lego Batman filmmaker, Chris McKay, is going to direct. Okay. Um, Sandra Bullock uh, is attached as a producer. And the, the producers of It, Vertigo Entertainment, are also involved. Wow. Yeah. Is Sandra Bullock going to star? Yeah, I don't know. That would be awesome. She, I could see that. I could see her as the star. Um, that'd be awesome. I'm hearing from sources that Gravity Star Bullock could potentially lead cast in the movie, which is currently in development. Yeah. So they're still talking about that possibly yeah. being. Well, she thing. got that bird box money. Yeah, no doubt. So you never know. Um, so yeah, so dust your copies off. Uh, I think issue one is currently selling in a fifteen to twenty dollar range, which is a nice tidy profit if you want to get cash in right now uh kyle are you you gonna sell yours you're gonna hold on until the movie's out i'll probably put one up now and and make my 15 bucks or whatever and be like all right i've made all my money back and then i will put a run together and and probably put it up later i think i'm gonna wait yeah okay okay i I don't know i think i'll see how many i have (laughs) And see if the cat chewed them up. And if if they're nice and clean, then I'll sell them as many as I can and take all the money and run. Yeah, if I can get 15 apiece, I'm going to sell them all. I'm going to try to put at least a run together of one through probably, I can't remember. I I don't know if I went all the way on them or if I like through five or six or something. If I remember like two, three years ago, you were doing like, you were pre-ordering one, two, three multiples of stuff you liked there for a while. And I don't know if you were finishing it or not. Yeah. Um, when I fell name. behind reading on things, I fell behind ordering on some, ordering yeah. heavy on some stuff yeah. too. Yeah. So, yeah. So go go get your reborns out and um, make check some your LCSs. Off. There's some of these in dollar books because other people went fairly heavy on it too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every LCS bought a lot of it, um, so they're floating around somewhere. And if you can get there before your LCS does, and th- they realize what they have and then mark them up, um, you should be able to clean them out. I know my LCS hasn't woken up yet to him, so uh, I'll go. I'll go next week and take a look. Faux show. Um, let's see what's next. Oh, our Comicron numbers for December. We uh, both said that the top three would be over a hundred thousand. Uh huh. And we were correct. Hey, ding, all ding, right. Ding. And I believe you said Batman Who Laughs. Number yeah, we one. had like a. I had the over on 175 or something. And you had the under? Yes. And so you were right. It you was know, Batman Who Laughs did 220,000. Um, I did not think it would be that high, but that's I awesome. Didn't, I didn't think so either. So there's a lot of demand for that. And I don't think it had a lot of covers, did it? Two. Just the jock and the regular. Okay. So yeah, that's really well. <laughs> there might have been a there might have been a sketch I can't, or a, a blank. I can't remember. Batman Damn did 138. Doomsday Clock number 8 did 123. Batman 60 and 61 did 91,000 and 88,000. 
Um, so now it's below 90. Uh, so something's got to get shook up there. Uh, then we have Amazing Spider-Man 11 at 79,000, almost uh, 800 there. Um, Fantastic Four number five did 78,000. Amazing Spider-Man again with issue 12 did 75,000. And the Batman Annual did 68. And Shazam's debut rounded out the top 10 with 66,950. That seems way lower than I thought. I thought Shazam, when I saw it, solicited i thought that would do much better than that yeah i mean i think word of mouth is going to be good with it yeah so um i can see it leveling at around fifty thousand and selling pretty consistently for a while hopefully if it doesn't have that massive massive drop off uh, so, uh some other ones of note superior spider-man's number one issue did sixty six thousand. uh that bogus fantastic four wedding special where they're wasn't a wedding and it wasn't that special. Did 64,000. <laughs> um, Walking Dead, 58,000. Uh, feels like it's down. Yeah. Uh, it's like down significantly. Oh, well, there well, aren't I can't yeah. remember if there was uh, Sinkovich coverage on that one or not. Uh, it was being December. So, I would yeah, think so, yeah. yeah. Should have been. So, um, si- Single Floppy is not selling as well for Walking Dead. Miles Morales Spider-Man, it did 57,000 for its first issue, also lower than I expected. It ranked 41 Martian Manhunter number 1, 39,312. Yeah, that was kind of an acquired taste. It was yeah. it was a weird uh, Steve Orlando book. Yeah, that's right. Catwoman's sixth issue is holding steady at 48,000. I'm pretty proud of that. Good old Joel Jones. Um Hovering at 50,000 on six issue, well after the honeymoon period's over. Um, you know, her covers and the art germ covers probably helping a little bit, but yeah, very um, good. But it, it's, it's really been uh, pretty consistent as a seller. Immortal Hulk, I think um, it continues to get strong word of mouth, is up a little bit, mm-hmm. um, up to in the 40s with uh, its 10th issue. It's another one that's that seems to be trending in the right direction. Yeah. Marvel Knights twenty or yeah, twentieth. It's the third one at thirty one thousand. That should have been a bigger deal. I right? thought so too. That's exactly what I was thinking on that. Yeah, and there's fourth issue is a few slots behind. It's below thirty thousand. It is down already. Jeez. Was it just a five ish six issue? Yeah, it was a it was a short series. So it'll be over by the end of the month. Harley Quinn, um, 55 is down in 27,000. I think it's going to tick back up because of, uh, its B covers are really, uh, catching fire. Yeah. And I think people are going to notice and, and start pre-ordering a lot more of those, pre-ordering a lot more of those. It's X-23 number seven. It had a first appearance, didn't it? Yes, 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 that one did. Yeah. Only um, 26,000 of those out there in the wild. First appearance of Assassin, ex-Assassin Wolverine. Killmonger debuts at 24,000, so not great. Freedom Fighters debuts at 23,000, not great. Live Wire from Valiant there at... Uh, Rank seventy eight at twenty four six thirty eight. Champions twenty seven at eighteen thousand, and then it, it must have relaunched in January. Did the first issue come out in January? Yeah. I guess. So it'll get some juice for a little while, but we can see that it's it wants to be at eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know how long the ones can hold it up there. Yeah. Unnatural, uh, it's fifth issue sold sixteen thousand. That's pretty good for an image book. Middle West down at one thirty nine with its second issue, eleven thousand six thirty five. Die Die Die's sixth issue did thirteen thousand. Still hasn't been in a previous catalog. <laughs> I mean, I think it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Self-made, the first issue from Image. That was a really good issue, really good comic. 
Um, you'd like it, Kyle. It's it's got a gamer aspect to it that I think oh, yeah? you yeah. dig. Um, but it sold eleven thousand copies. I can definitely see this in uh, some kind of other media, like uh, Ready Player One type of okay. uh, thing. It's 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 got that potential. I think that's really good so far. First couple of issues have been great. Outcast, what we've heard is ending, so it's going to be ending by 50. I'm kind of kicking myself. I don't, I, I have too many holes, and I stopped and started on it, so I'm not going to be able to put together a complete run of that. Yeah, I've got a big hole in mine, too. Yeah. Although I really like the book. I just, yeah. Uh, Scooby Apocalypse. Uh, we heard is can't ending, and we see why it sold ten thousand copies of its thirty yep. second issue. That reorder on Spider Gen One, I take it. Probably. Murder Falcon, yeah. uh, its third issue, uh, a solid seventy five hundred copies. Yeah, that's respectable. I mean, like, we'd really have two different standards you know 7500 for a marvel dc we'd go oh my god how is that thing still around but if it's just you and your buddy who's drawing it and you guys just you know it's a passion project 7500 that's okay you not can, too shabby nothing to swing a stick at yeah if you can get that thing to into get a couple trades out of that you know you're gonna pay off your house <laughs> Wizard Beach, number one, from Boom, down at the 5,258 at rank 233. I have the second issue staring at me, and I just haven't been able to read that one yet. Yeah. Get around to it sometime. Anything else jumping out to you? Yeah, pretty much the same as before yep. hey kids comics issue five at three thousand three hundred and sixty seven issue five was the last one yeah yep that was it probably won't be another unfortunate timing for mr chaikin it was a it was a fun series you know kind of poking fun at the industry and some of the big wigs of the industry but uh the the stan lee the one that kind of butchered stan lee the most uh, that issue came out around the same time he died. Yeah. Yeah, kind of some, yeah, poor poor timing on that one. Although there's ever a good time to butcher somebody. But it was lighthearted fun, but yeah, it wasn't that bad. Well, if you don't have anything else, let's uh, head on over to Eric's uh, FOC. All right, of course, the FOC is the final order cutoff. It's your last opportunity to order a few books that you missed when you did your previews or something that's caught fire lately in your hearts. Uh, of course, you have this weekend through Midday Monday in order to add this to your pool to get it just like as if you'd ordered it months ago. Um, we like to go through these to see if there's any hidden gems we missed or any FOC exclusive types of things. And of course, this is all something that our good friend Eric at Cowabunga curates and sends out to us so that we have the ability to parse through it and see if there's anything there. If your LCS does not do FOCs, it is actually a really game-changing thing and something we really enjoy. Uh, email Eric with a C at Cowabunga Comics with a K and get yourself on that list if you want to see what the FOC has to offer. And there's also a bit.ly link in the show notes, in the show notes that you just click on and boom, you're, you just type your stuff in and you're, you're on the list. There you go. And the, uh, Eric, of course, pulls out a few things that are uh, moving as far as the FOC is concerned or things that intrigue him or he's seen an uptick in. He's featuring the variant edition of Nightwing 57. Not a bad little cover. I, uh, That's course, nice. Yeah, I, this is this is compared to some of the things that I've been getting from Nightwing. I will take it. Middle West number four, very nice in the Scotty Young Image series. Uh, Hulk Vereens number one of three, a pretty rad little cover there, and then an awesome Giuseppe Camincoli cover for Wolverine Infinity Watch number one, a five issue series coming out from Marvel. Where did the uh, Hulk Vereens come from? 
I assume it's a Weapon X project thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yep. And let's start where we like to start. In Dark Horse. Drew, I want to talk about Anthem number one. Anthem, of course, the video game uh, that that's coming out. Kind of gives you the vibes of play, you know, playing a game as Iron Man, essentially. As of actually the time we're talking, the uh, beta test is being run right now this weekend. And crashing servers all around the globe. Well, I you have one, um, you have never steered me wrong on these uh, video game comics so yeah, far. Yeah, I, I so. made you money on Bloodborne. I made you money on Life is Strange. I made mm-hmm. you money on a couple other things as well. Uh, this is, I believe, a four-issue series. Not a whole... Actually, I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. I, just, I may have just completely made that up. But um, I'm curious about the Anthem storyline enough that I'm, I'm ordering the first half a dozen of these. Or however far. So, um, if you have any interest in that game coming out here soon... Or, I think, specking on it a little bit. Um, Anthem number one I'm going to jump on because it's supposed to be one of the big titles this year. Okay. And I totally missed it. This is one that I totally glossed over uh, during the pre-order cycle. Uh-huh. Didn't didn't give it a second glance. And uh, so now, uh, I, I didn't miss out. So I appreciate that. Yep, and if it becomes one of the next big games, a lot of people, times, sometimes people clamor, clamor for uh, some of the backstory and some of the things that uh, flesh out the storyline that may not be in the game. I'll be honest, I had never heard of Life is Strange, and um, that thing sold so fast to someone internationally, um, and that I, I probably didn't price it right, um, but it was a really super quick flip, and I... Uh, more than wish you'd tri- had more <laughs> tri- tripled my money so yeah i should have went heavier um so yeah the I, I love it when there's tons of views and people are excited about it and they want it right away and um that makes it easy to sell that stuff that's all i have for the dark horse stuff yeah definitely that's all i've seen too all right we have dc of course batman number 65 before you get there, look at that Cully Hammer uh, Aquaman B cover. Ooh, Cully Hammer? Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. A lot of the coloring's really nice. Yeah. The yellow sky, the ship. Yeah. Very, very nice. Now, this is, is this Batman where it's um, Batman, Flash, Batman, Flash, a four-issue thing? Is that what the price is? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Jeffrey Allen Love on the B cover on that one. I'm not familiar with him. No. Do you like it? Not as well as a Matina uh, or something, but uh, yeah. not bad, not bad. Uh, cover number six, Drew, you've been reading cover? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like this. It's about a comic creator who, because they travel to cons all over the world, make the perfect spy so they can... Um, deliver poison or drop off a package and pick up a package or whatever and the cover b jim lee has put himself on the cover really yeah that's interesting yeah that's kind of rad so he is he is the 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 cover the deep cover operative there you go who knew yeah pretty rad so what, what do you think about that do you think that has some potential uh, there are going to be some Jim Lee people that want that in their Jim Lee collection. I mean, wouldn't you want to get that signed by Sam, by him? You absolutely would. Absolutely. That's kind of a cool one. I'm going to have to put a little pin in there just in case I go back. Yeah. Is High Level another Vertigo book? Yes. Yep. High Level is Rob Sheridan. What do I know him from? Co-creator of Nine Inch Nails' groundbreaking Year Zero alternate reality game. No, that is not it. (laughs) (laughs) Hundreds of years after the world ended and human society was rebuilt from scratch, a self-interested smuggler is forced to traverse a new continent of danger and mystery to deliver a child messiah to high level, a mythical city at the top of the world from which no one has ever returned. Huh. I, I, I don't know that. Yeah, I missed that one too somehow yeah. during the I think I kind of glossed over a lot of these vertigos because they were not wowing me at first. That sounded pretty good. 
I didn't read Naomi's first issue yet, but I've heard good things, and the second issue is is out or is on pre-order or a FOC cycle now. Sorry, I was still trying to find more Rob Sheridan stuff, but I'm moving on now. Did you see the um, the Nightwing cover A? Oh, is, that's pretty cool. Is that a Joker f- ripped face from Snyder's run? Yeah. Maybe? Something else? That looks pretty... That's pretty rad. Yeah. Good old Rick Grayson still. Lovely. Well, you'll be glad to know if you didn't like that. Oh, that's Joker's daughter, too. Is that who that is? Yeah. Yeah. Who who did I say was taking over for Nightwing? Um, They're kicking Lobdell off, and uh, it's one of the... Shoot, the guy's the Jurgens, Dan Jurgens, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll see what he does. Probably restores everything back to normal. So you guys can quit whining. Never. <laughs> it's a cool Teen Titans cover. Just the yeah. regular A cover I like. Can't remember the name of the guy on cover B. That was also good. Yep. Crush. No, is that, that's not Crush. Duh. Roundhouse. That's Roundhouse? Yep. Uh, anything in IDW, sir? Mm-mm. All right, let's head down on down to Image, where we start with Bitterroot. It's fourth issue. Four covers. Couple Die, of... number one, going to a third print. Holy crap. Yeah, it's surprising couple of covers for Extra Sisters 5. Middle West 4, the first has gone to a third print, the second has gone to a second print. So, good things for Middle West. Yeah, selling well. Monstrous makes an appearance. Sharky the Bounty Hunter, number one. Who's writing this? a lot of covers. Mark Millar. Oh, so this is the one I got the Quietly's. I got a stack of Quietly covers coming. Uh, sight unseen. What do they look like? Oh, nice. I'm happy. They're not awful. Yeah, because they yeah, just. Yeah, they're good. I pre-ordered them without seeing them, and I'm like, I'm assuming Frank Quiley's are going to be great. Um, so I'm not even going to worry about it. But I could have waited for FOC. Yep. I should look at all these now. I should just look and see what the square see if there's looks anything like. Else you wanna, yeah. Put a little pin right there too. Come back to it. I like the Yildmere. You're the Yildrum. Yildirum. Yildirum. Yep. It's a nice one. Yeah, they're all actually pretty good covers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nice. All right, Marvel, sir. That um, Nightcrawlers. If I have a favorite X-Men, X-Man, it's probably Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I'm going to look at that in Huck Lee. He always does some cool stuff. Yeah. Or she. Yeah. Sean McGuire on the writing. Yeah, I don't know that person. Yeah, I might give this a try because I, as well, am a fan of uh, Nightcrawler. I really enjoyed his uh, amazing X-Men run where he was a pirate and drifting back and oh, forth from the outer yeah. world. Yeah, that's the exact one I was thinking about. The last time I had really really enjoyed him was then. Yeah. That was great. Was that was Bendis writing that? I think so. Somebody was writing that. Well, yeah, yes, they were. Shut up. Here's a Dazzler facsimile edition. So this is basically a reprint of that first issue. It's fun. Fun choice. I'll say it again. Please, Marvel, give me keys that I cannot afford. I can still get a Dazzler for a dollar. I have Dazzler. I got plenty of Dazzler. Give me something cool. Give me Amazing 15. Give me FF1. 
give me those I think they did give me an FF. Some of those have, they've given you already. Yeah, shut up. Sorry. Give me more. Give me more. Give them to me all the time. Do you think that's actually the cover for Black Widow number two? Huh. That looks like a Zenoscope cover, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I wasn't sure. I don't know. I'll have to Google Black Widow number two just to see. That doesn't... Which one is Black Widow? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I couldn't tell. Hmm. Yeah. I can't tell. It's not like the diamond to get things screwed up. <laughs> yeah, usually if they get it mixed up, then everybody's got it mixed up. I might try this Hulk Vereens out just for fun, because I like Greg Pak's writing. What is it? Hulk Vereens. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, he does do a pretty good job. I've heard fantastic reviews on Donny Cates' Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah? First issue. So uh, here's the second issue. Oh, there's a sense. Scalera cover. Yeah. It's going to cost you a little bit, but there's a Scalera cover. Yeah, nothing. Oh, that's, uh, what's, yeah, there you go. Ah, very nice. So I have, yeah, I'm on, toying on the, I don't know whether I wanted to, um, I know I got the first issue, probably a couple of them coming in. Um, I'm not sure if I want to get started another run of a Cade's book. He's been good to me. Yeah. Kind of owe him. I got love romances. Love stories that can only be told in a comic book. Um, this is the uh, Mike Myers special. He's a big romance comic fan. He'll definitely be getting this. Wolverine Infinity Watch, number one. There is a Perez variant on it. I assume it's an old Perez art, um, or maybe it's new Perez art. That's what I don't know. Where is it? Down at Wolverine Infinity Watch, number one. And someone said George Perez is stepping away from comics, so... I don't yes. Know one of the, if this is a newer one, this may be one of the last covers he does. Yeah, he will be at C2E2, supposedly, so... Uh, this would be a good one to take and get him to sign. There you go. I mean, everybody everybody gets him to sign Crisis. Ah. You know, it's, there's he signs stacks and stacks of Crisis number one. So did we take some Teen Titans stuff? No, <laughs> oh yeah, I took him Teen Titans. Um, I think that's probably the ones he gets the biggest stacks of are those two. That'd be my guess. That's all for me in Marvel. Uh, I was just looking at what this JT Scrolls Venom number 11 cover looked like. Demonic. Oh, it's John Tyler Christopher doing the cover. JTC. <laughs> all right, okay. I I'm yep. not finding a ton in Boom that really sets me off. Of course, Firefly continuing to do well. And yeah, and if you are a Firefly fan, there is an FOC exclusive uh, version of um, issue four. Ooh! Oh, that's an awesome! I, I like that FOC cover. Holy crap! Enough that's to buy nice. it? No, but I like it. <laughs> All um, right, down in Dynamite, we, of course, have Crackdown, number one. I talk a lot about video game tie-in series, of course, Crackdown. Uh, coming out here in the next couple months at Xbox exclusives. Definitely not as sought after, definitely not as big of a deal as Anthem is. Um, very niche and very much a game that people are like, this could be awful or this could be good. Um, Terry Crews is going to be one of the big stars of that game. I don't see Terry Crews or a Terry Crews-like figure anywhere on this comic, so that's probably a who cares for me. Yeah, I really like the black and white cover, but it was ten bucks. So the cover A is is nice. Um, maybe. Um, you're, but you're saying I'm saying this is yeah, this isn't one. Yeah, if you're getting one, get Anthem. If you're getting two, get two Anthem. <laughs> That's great. That's great advice. I like it. Yeah. I tried to read Turok. No, no, it's not for me. Yeah, it's just not. Stronghold number one from Aftershock. Phil Hester writing with Ryan Kelly on art. 
um, planet is actually a prison designed to both trap and shelter amnesiastic alien entities of incalculable power. I like Aftershock. Phil Hester. I like, I like Phil Hester. Uh, I'm getting this. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited about it. I don't know if you need to jump on the 10 copy, but it is a really cool Tyler Walpole cover. I really like that cover. Does that mean you you get 10 copies? Nope, it's you... 1 in 10. A oh, 1 in 10. It's weird the way they word these things. Yeah. Yeah, that's tempting. But uh, a lot of moolah. Yeah. Um, Valiant's doing Incursion. They I, sure are. I don't know much about that. Yep. Let me take a quick look because we need to talk more Valiant. We've been told. Yep. Uh, oh, it's Andy Diggle. From Shadow Man. Yeah. It's not, that's a pretty nice cover. It's, um... This is the realm known as the dead side where souls of the dearly departed linger, where demons wait for us in the dark for countless ages. Earth's chosen protectors have guarded the veil between both worlds, but there are other doors to the dead side through which gruesome terrors from galaxies untold could trespass. So I will not read the book based on cover A, but based on cover B, I'm intrigued. I kind of... I. You know, Andy Diggle's not my favorite, but I like kind of like the pitch there. Who's is it? De La Torre is who you were looking at? No idea. Is, is that cover B? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat. I like that. That's worth thinking about. Zodiac from Zenoscope. Um, so, which one's the cheesecake cover? All of them. Yeah. But I think this is based on something else that's already pre-existing. Yeah. Uh, War between Camelot and the Order of Tarot wages Merlin the Magician. Looks to give himself an advantage by eliminating all his tarot's biggest threats. Yeah, it sounds like... Isn't that... It does say it's introducing an it's assassin. That it's There's no money to be made. Oh, it's a Grim Universe title. Yeah. So, yeah, it's part of the Grim Universe. Yeah, so, yeah, not not really speculating, speculator worth. But um, some people that I know that have really enjoyed uh, some Xenoscope stuff, they continue to sample them and enjoy them, so. Uh, that would be awesome. I haven't, I haven't read one for a while, so I need, to, I need to check one out. Maybe I'll check out Zodiac. It doesn't seem as accessible since I'm not a grim reader. No, oh, I just read that the uh, trailer for Umbrella Academy uh, dropped as well. Huh. Is that uh, um, Gerard Way? Yes, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and it's based. This is based on his original one that was well received. Yeah, right. But I can't remember if I have any of. Sorry, that's what I'm, I'm thinking out loud there. That's all right. We're here for you. <laughs> work, work through your process. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it for the FOC. Yep, that's all I've got as well. Yeah, I didn't get any other. All right. Yep, let's head over to previewsworld.com. Let's find January 30th, 2019, and let's see what this fifth week has to offer as we start where we love to start in Dark Horse. Or no, in Image. Crap, Image. FOC starts with Dark Horse, right? Yep. It's funny. Can't get consistency. Ice Cream Man. Could be something behind these, so keep buying them. Jen, not a lot for me in Image. These Spawn Matina covers, though. Did we say the Ice Cream Man was ending? Yes, I think you said. Or Stavity. I got, I got a Stavity went again. on hiatus. Okay, that was it. That was it. All right. Man, that's on those. That Spawn cover A is pretty cool looking. You still like Matina, even still, though he swipes from people. Uh, swipe or no swiping, but yeah, I still like him. <laughs> uh, all right, let's head on down, Dark Horse. Fight Club 3. I put, stunk way too much money in Fight Club 2 and didn't make a dime back, so... Yeah, Ooh, yeah I'm sorry. out. I, I I thought the covers were great. I think yeah. they did a great job with the covers. It just never... Never picked up. 
Never caught the heat I wanted it to. Mm-mm. Uh, what about Word? Weird. This is one we... Yeah, we were excited about this one, weren't we? Yeah. I can't remember why. It was, it was, it was on FOC a little while ago. Yeah. Crimea. A failed attempt at recreating a certain U.S. super soldier. I might... Maybe it was me because I liked uh, the uh, Lemire, Jeff Lemire cover. Yeah, it could have been that. Doesn't sound like my cup of tea. Right. All right, see what we got in IDEW. Hey, there's our last Rick and Morty Dungeons and Dragons. There's Rick. God, I hope we got that ordered properly. Yeah. I don't I don't know that we did. Uh, I hope, I'm pretty sure because I, I, I thought I remember grabbing that. If not, uh, Eric, I hope we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll figure us out. We, we, we tried. We do. We really do. We, we just did. I don't know that we have the uh, focus to <laughs> put these together. If I saw something shiny, I moved on. Yeah. It was, yeah. Because it was like every other month, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. This is that uh, really cool. Are we in DC? What are we in? We're in IDW. Okay. Unless there's anything else, in, there's nothing else in IDW. Not for me. All right, we're in DC. That that was that cool B cover for Action Comics one hundred seven, one thousand seven. Uh, you like yeah, that? Yes, I I did very much like that B cover, that Patrick Gleason B cover. Not yeah. as much as I liked the Batgirl thirty one B cover by Art Germ. Is that not Middleton? That's Art Germ now. It's Art Germ on Batgirl thirty one. Ah, cool. Yeah, the hits keep coming. Who's doing that detective? Uh, Brian Stelfreeze on the cover B. Yeah. They're all nice. Who am I kidding? They're all nice. I'd like them all. I want to buy them all. Yeah, we talked a lot about this Howard Chaykin cover B for 63. The old school look. For Flash? Yeah, for Flash. Sorry. Captain Cold. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah, it's just classic, great cartooning right there. Yep. Yeah, and this, I remember we talked about this Heroes in Crisis B cover with the... Uh, the homage to the jet death of Jason Todd on the front. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't make a big enough deal about it because I think it's going to be sought after. I think so too. And we did not uh, order any. Yeah. <laughs> but we talked but, about it and we liked we, it. And we, we talked we, about yeah. it. Yeah. But we were both too wimpy to do anything about it. Yeah. We, or something shiny happened and we exactly. went on. Ooh, something else. <laughs> Is that Azrael on the cover of Justice League Odyssey B? Hmm? Is that Azrael on the cover of Justice League Odyssey 5B? I don't know. Justice League Odyssey. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's a different Azrael. See, I recognize the Azrael on the A cover. Not, but the B is crazy. Listen to this uh, Teen Titans Annual number one synopsis. Okay. Betra- betrayed by the Red Hood, Damien hunts down Jason Todd and vows vengeance or death. Doesn't that sound good? It does sound great. I want to. I want to read that. Yeah, I'm getting that one. Uh, meanwhile, Jin and the rest of the Titans battle one of the other's closest allies, Joystick. That does. That sounds less cool. Mm-hmm. Making his DCU debut from Teen Titans Go universe. Oh, oh, is that me? Is that a big deal? No, no, nope. So if you're if you're in ti- Teen Titans Go, that's your first, first appearance. There you go. Gotcha. And then who took over on Wonder Woman B-Covers? Yeah, for Jenny Frizen, Carmine Shirahama. That's not bad. Yeah, good-looking cover. Not Frizen, but good-looking cover. We haven't forgot you, Jenny. All right, let's see what Marvel has to offer. Oh, it's the final Marvel Knights we were just talking about. Yep. Truth comes out, the secret is revealed. Let's see if it was worth six issues. I don't think it will be. <laughs> we'll see. Love the McKelvey B cover for Ms. Marvel 37. It says key issue in the history of Ms. Marvel. Oh. That's a great McKelvey cover too, man. I know we I know we mentioned this and I I, I just didn't order it. It's pretty. Yeah. You don't think that's great? No. Ah, oh, you you have no soul. <laughs> there's that that dollar what if Conan walked the earth today classic yep. 
classic reprint of What If from like 77. Get yourself an X-Men 3D. Uncanny X-Men 3D. That looks pretty cool. Jim Lee art in 3D. Can't beat that. Uh, I got nothing else in Marvel. I'm going to head on down to Dynamite. On an Elvira. Yeah, I don't care about James Bond or Elvira or Peter Cannon or Vampirella. Don't care about any of those. Sorry. Yeah, it just isn't hitting me where it needs to hit me. Sorry. Mm -mm. Boom. Talked about Firefly. Issue 1 going to a 3. Issue 2 going to a 2nd. Picked those up this week. Yeah. We probably should have been buying those FOC exclusives all along. Yep. Yep, we missed the boat on that one. All right, let's see what some of our smaller publishers have for us. Uh, I think it's all turn a book. Actual Roger number one. Yep, dollar fifty. I just saw a cool email from them where they have a uh, partnering program for people that uh, creating their own comics, but uh-huh. they, they can't afford to print them themselves. They can pair with Alterna's print runs. So for like 150 bucks you can get uh an 8 issue an 8 page comic you can get like 500 copies of an 8 page comic printed just tagging on the end of one of their runs. Oh, that's kind of cool. You know, Cuz you don't so you don't have the setup fees and you don't you know all the stuff that you know how printing works it gets relatively cheaper the more you print because once the machine is running there's really no cost of paper's pennies yeah it's the, it's all the startups and the plates and things that cost the money so um i think it's really cool now they, it's very limited so um but I, I think it's really cool that they're doing that look for a full page ad from uh comics for fun and profit in the back of alternative <laughs> <laughs> you could I, I could do a i could do a business card ad in alterna i think they're only like 75 bucks yeah well for 150 we could just write eight pages about ourselves <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah i like that let's just do that yeah comics for fun and profit the untold story yeah you know that's not an awful idea <laughs> now, you, now you got me now you got me thinking i get the wheels are turning yeah Nobody. Who do you know that could draw? I got a couple people I know. Ah, hmm. There you go. You heard it here, folks. Here first, folks. <laughs> the wheels they are turning. First appearance of Kyle and Drew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. From Scout Comics, we have Shadowplay number one, Richard Rivera, and Clara Meta. Set in the Stabity Bunny universe, two ninth graders. Bard and Joy accidentally awaken an ancient artifact, and Bard loses his shadow. When he begins to weaken, Joy calls upon her mythical contact and discovers that the two must be quickly reunited or both will perish. Well, Stabity Bunny is your account. Yep. So, uh, what do you say? I'm in. Not a lot this week. Shadow Play number one from Scout Comics gets a, uh, a nod so far. Okay. Unit 44 number one is another alterna debut you talked about powers in action the outbound is our action lab book very all agey but uh i believe on the foc you you uh said you had some interest in it i thought what was it called again uh powers in action number one yeah i think i did i think i did at the time i can't remember why yep uh that's all i'm finding drew hmm. okay uh, this is part of the podcast where we pick out our pick of the week where I ask my brother Drew what is the one book that he needs to make sure he gets a hold of, puts back, because it's going to be the next big thing. Uh, it is a fifth week. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I like a lot of these B covers in DC. A lot of them. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think, like, your safe bet is going to be the Art Germ Batgirl 31. Yep. And I am actually going to take a flyer on Heroes in Crisis cover B. Okay. Uh, the Red Hood special, the kind of harken back to uh, the death of Jason Todd. Um, I, think I was saving who's... Anthem for you. I, I didn't want to snake your Anthem from you. That was on the FOC. Oh, okay. So, yeah. 
Yeah, for including FOC, uh, get Anthem number one. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, blending my things together. Yeah, I've, I've... Maybe we need to break up FOC and Sneak Peek with some feedback and listener stuff in between. Yeah. So there's more of a dividing line. Sir, I uh, trust you for the flow of the show, and if that's what yeah. you'd like to do, you may do. Yeah. I have produced almost 500 of these <laughs> now, so I guess <laughs> I'm I guess still it might learning. Be time to put a little effort into at least one of them. <laughs> Maybe I should really work on uh, the format. Yeah, and uh, I also was a fan of... So you said Heroes in Crisis 6? four book that I'm now... Shadow Play number one course from scout comics which one did you choose heroes uh, in crisis yep heroes in crisis cover me just because i like the cover i think it's gonna be a sought out cover and i think if you are a jason todd or redhead person and you don't get your hands on that you're gonna to want to find it why did we why don't we talk these things through during the foc so we can really capitalize on them yeah we also we didn't talk much about journey into the unknown worlds for marvel did we no, we skipped it entirely. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, it was a, it's a Cullen Bun, but it's one of those 80 years things. We love our cover bees this week. We do I might love change our mine. <laughs> what do you well, what do you want? I don't know. No. That yeah, I don't want anything else. Or you're really you're high on your Teen Titans annual. Well, yeah, but I just want to read that. All right, this is the point of the podcast where I say thank you, Drew. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, everybody, for tagging along with us as we jump through this fifth and last week of January. If we missed a book, which I'm sure we did this week, and you want to tell us what it should have been, feel free to drop us a line on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Bumble, wherever you'll find Drew out. Who knows? Um, and be part Swipe of the right on Tinder. <laughs> That's right. So if we missed something, or if there's something you want to point out that we just weren't quite hitting on, please Feel free to be part of the show and let us know. So for Drew and for myself, see you.